Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome, 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 welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And we are back from break, baby. Episode 102 was happening. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Give a round, a hand clap of praise. A hand clap of praise for yourselves, man. We are back from this bitch. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. If this is your first time here to the podcast, welcome. Um, if you're coming back, <laughs> welcome back. You feel me? Listen, we are back. Um, it's been a wonderful break, uh, much needed break. Like, y'all don't know how many times I've tried to come back to the mic and literally just try to work and everything, but uh, literally my friends and everybody around me was like, yo, take Take, take your ass and sit your ass down. Like, you're trying to do too much. You feel me? But, no, I missed y'all. You feel me? I missed my opinion. Like, I missed you niggas. You understand what I'm saying? I, like, I missed you. It was just so much love. Like, I just... It, and then it was just so much shit going on as soon as I went on break. You know what I'm saying? Like, so much mess and craziness was going on. Like, like just too much. But I missed y'all, man. Like, literally. I missed... You guys, I know I'm spending like maybe a minute just saying I miss you, but I did. I miss you guys, dog. Because, you know, I'm sorry, just hold on, give me a minute. You know, because y'all are the ones, you know, that listen to me, you know, every day. You know, it's just. Okay. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> listen, man, I really didn't miss you guys. Um, We have a lot to get into. Listen. This episode, um, these next two episodes over the next week are going to be bananas. I have so much to get into uh, because these last two weeks have been crazy, um, ridiculous when it comes to like stories and shit, right? Like we, what we have on the docket for today is a lot. This is going to be a full hour of straight opinions. You understand what I'm saying? There's no opinionated topic of the week this week. This is a straight hour full opinions. Cause I have two weeks of shit to come. You understand what I'm saying? Like, let me let me let me just recap the two week break real quick, right? Let me just recap my break for you. You know, so we I technically went on break in my mind. Like, I technically went on break when I record when I recorded my episode, right? My last episode that I went on break for. So I told y'all that I was going on break from October 9th until the twenty first, right? Or until the twentieth, whatever. Um, but Lowe's, I went on break as soon as I recorded, um, as soon as I recorded my episode for Sunday, right? So as soon as I recorded my episode for Sunday, I was like, okay, I'm on break, right? Because literally all I have to do is just zip everything over. You know what I'm saying? Like after I record, everything else is like, like peaches and flowers. Like everything else is just peachy king. It's, 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 it doesn't take me long to get shit out. But because I said Wednesday... Um, I said Wednesday just for the simple fact that I'm on also radio on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. So I wanted to make sure that everybody heard me and everything like that. So Wednesday was like the T.O.B. official day that we went on break. But for me personally, I went on break that Sunday once I recorded that last episode before break. So once I went on break, it was literally just like relax mode, chill mode. Like I, I think I think I slept a lot a lot more than I've ever slept in like the past like 20 weeks. You understand what I'm saying? Like it it was, I was going to sleep at points where I didn't think I was sleepy. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just, I was just taking random naps at the crib and it's not like I'm not working. Right. Cause I'm still working at the time. But like when I get home, as soon as I get home, I'm playing like Arkham Knight or I'm playing like Attack on Titan or I'm playing like Naruto or some shit like that. Like I'm playing my game playing my ps4 and then i hit the i hit the hey and by like 10 o'clock i'm out like gone you feel what i'm saying like i'm i'm out i'm in the bed sleep like it ain't no don't don't text my phone like everybody that hit my phone i was just like damn my bad i'm asleep <laughs> you feel me and i didn't know my body was just this tired so um really just caught up on a lot of sleep um what else did i do um hung out with my friends uh, literally, I don't know if I said this on the other podcast. I don't know if I said this on the, 
on um, the pod, the uh, episode one on one before I went on break. But um, if I didn't, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. Uh, my head is in the sand, right? So what I mean, what I mean by that is like, you know, I'm getting this master's right now. I'm about to graduate in April, and um, I'm not really focused on, you know, anything outside of, you know, what I got going on right now. And I'm going to discuss in in further totality. Uh, what I mean by that on the after dark, because I have so much crazy ass shit to discuss on the after dark, like so much crazy shit. But um, yeah, like people have been getting very upset, you know, that I haven't really been out. Well, the first thing about it is I'm not out like that, period. Right. Like people know me, but if you don't see me out, that's just what it is. I'm not out. Right. Like, you know, my name, you know me. That's fine. You can know you can know me. I don't give a fuck. But if I'm not out, if you ask me to go out and I say, no, don't get an attitude, right? If I tell you that, you know, I'm I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going out for the next, like, five, six months. Don't get an attitude, right? Because I have shit that I'm doing in the background. Because actually when I, while my head is in the sand and I begin to sit here and pop even more and pop out, you know, out of the sand in six months with my masters, then you really gonna be on my dick. Well, see, that's why I said I gotta wait till the after dark because there's so much shit that I have to get into for real, for real. Like it's ridiculous, but just like handling that, cutting people off, not really cutting people. Well, yeah, cutting people off and really just getting my table back to where it needed to be and everything like that. Like people really be getting attitudes when you sit here and just like. Dead shit. And it's not like dead, but you just doing shit for you. What? Damn. Niggas really get upset when you do shit for you. It's it's really crazy. Like, it's re- like if you ain't doing shit for nobody else, like, niggas really get mad for doing shit, like, that ain't for them. When it's for you and only you and niggas see that shit and they're like, why you didn't invite me here? Why you didn't invite me here? All I can sit here and say is like, bro, do you do the same for me? That's all I, like, that's all I ask. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Like, the question in my head, like, you mad at me for something that you don't do for me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you think you that popular in my life that I'm about to see? Bye, dog. <laughs> so, it, it was a lot of just reconfiguring, reconstruction, uh, reconstruction over these past two weeks. And then, like, to cap it off, um, I got to see my my uh, my boys, the Frequent Flyers, uh, which is a, um, a hip-hop group based out of Grand Rapids in Detroit. Um, they performed at the Vehicle City, uh, the Flint Vehicle City in Flint, um, yesterday. And when I tell you this was an experience, I love going to places where, um, I can experience shit. You feel me? Like, I don't like going nowhere where I just be like, oh, this is, this is a regular day. Like, I like to experience something different. And for me, this was something so different. First of all, this was in my element. Um, I love Mary Jane. Mary Jane is my wife and that's that, right? So the fact that Mary Jane was all over the place and then I'm seeing my boys perform and let me just shout out there. It's one thing to hear your, your, your man's, uh, on a song, right? It's another thing to see him perform and be good. Like it's, it's like I said, it's one thing to hear somebody be on a song, be, hear your boy or your girl be on a song, you know, your homegirl, your homeboy on a song and it's great but then to see them perform it and they are even better like shit blew my mind I, like i seen them and i was like bro this is my first time performing so when i like to i like to see artists perform so people were looking at me like damn this nigga really in the performances yeah because when i'm focused and in the zone i like to see the performances from everybody so um fact of the matter is uh if y'all hear this this shit outside, they are having a marathon in Grand Rapids right now, so excuse the um, the um, the horns in the background if you hear it. I have my window closed, but literally they are yelling and doing all this bullshit, whatever. Um, I don't know if it's like a, um, a run or a walk. Looks like it, but shout out to them. Um, but listen, literally like, I'm sitting there and it was just amazing the vibe was amazing the people were amazing um like i said my my guys did amazing um i was shocked and and just like damn they have an energy bro like 
Y'all got to keep going. Like, y'all cannot stop. So I'm looking for some new music from the Freaking Flyers, man. And then shout out to uh, Vehicle City out in Flint, man. That Like, that, that whole environment, just fucking dope. I will be back. Definitely. Definitely. I will definitely be back. Um, but yeah, man, like my break has been dope. Like just to sit here and just chill. I got a few things done that we are coming your way with. You know what I'm saying? As y'all know that, um, if you didn't see on my Instagram, um, on our podcast, Instagram, we are coming back to YouTube people. We are literally coming back to YouTube with a little help, right? From my guy, my brother, um, Joshua Harris, he is the founder and, um, uh, lead um, photographer and videographer of Six Thirty Visions uh, here in Grand Rapids. Um, I like people. I like to work with people that I can trust, that I know first, and that I can trust. Right? I'm. I, I told y'all I have trust issues. I don't. I don't fuck with everybody. You understand what I'm saying? So, and and the thing is, like, I have a vision. If you can align with me with my vision, that's fine. I don't need you coming in and taking nothing. Right? And the people that I'm working with are literally just like, how hands-on do you want me to be and how hands-off do you want me to be? Like, I want to sit here and see you win. And when I sit here and I see that, that collaborative nature, that collaborative love, I'm always here for it. So literally just getting that together, getting that situated, we are literally about to come to the YouTube. So get that prepared for, we're, we're, we're getting that prepared for 2020. Uh, we'll be coming to youtube uh january 2020 so get prepared for that people uh we got a few more things coming up and uh that that's what this break was just to get some things together get some business ventures in order um 2020 is about to be real and if you keep sleeping on the podcast right now you 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 keep sleeping (laughs) you feel me keep keep sleeping yeah you, you you better be awake when I when I blow the fuck up, don't don't be in my DM. Listen, like I said, bro, I'm just waiting for all the fake congratulations next year. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I get them now, right? But I'm just ready for all of them next year. I'm just be like, oh my god, thank you, oh my god, thank you, oh my god, thank you, and then go back in my house like niggas. <laughs> Listen, we have a show, okay? I didn't come here to play. All right, we got a show to do. You understand what I'm saying? Full hour of non-stop opinions because two weeks of crazy ass shit has been going down and i need low-key two shows to talk about it of course in this show we're going to talk about all the crazy ass news and social media bullshit and all the worldwide craziness that's going on and then of course in the after dark you're going to get you know me uncensored and uncandid because i got some shit to talk about right a lot of personal shit to get off my chest, okay? But listen, here, what we're going to discuss, okay, because we have a lot to get into. First off, we're going to talk about the colorism, uh, um, this colorism um, topic that has been brought up off the strength of basketball wives and OG and Evelyn. If you don't know who they are, I'll explain them in a minute. Um, we're going to talk about Tyler Perry Studios. I don't know if I said anything about it in the last episode, but if I didn't, I'm going to explain how big and iconic that was. Uh, Erica Mena and Safari Sims, we're going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about the BET Awards, Hip Hop Awards, recap that. We're going to talk about Rutgers Island in New York and how literally they just uh, shut that whole thing down. And I want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Flow Like It Is, um, out in New York, who's been pushing this. Um, for a long time, uh, I literally met him through social media, through watching him on the grapevine. And, um, he, he was very, he was a definitely inspirational, uh, dude. You know, we, we've had conversations, uh, just through text messaging and DMing and everything. He's very intellectual, man. And, uh, just to see him, um, you know, work for something, uh, so hard and, you know, to see it getting accomplished, you know, Rikers Island is now being just, you know, uh, well destroyed and, and, and they're turning it into, you know, four new detention centers, you know what I'm saying? So that's a big win for, I feel like the people in New York. So shout out to them. Um, we're going to talk about, um, of course we're going to, we're coming to the two. We're going to discuss that a little bit more. Uh, I want to shout out to cash Dow, of course. Um, you know, her new album, Stack, just came out, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, my MVP of the week this week, man. Let me talk about my MVP of the week this week, man. I, I'm so proud of this man, bro. Um, 
My MVP of the week this week is Chef LaFleur. Now, if you don't know who Chef LaFleur is, Chef LaFleur, my boy Austin Leak out of Detroit. Um, ben, we've been rocking since high school. You feel me? And it's so funny how you how you how you like how you get friends. And it's no matter how long y'all don't talk, right? Because I have I have a lot of good friends like that. We we don't talk, but as soon as we sit here and talk, like it's not like it ain't, ain't nothing changed. You understand? It was like I have a few friends like that that are doing their own thing, doing they, um, you know, not even here in Michigan. You know, I have a friend in Texas. Shout out to Leslie. I think it's Texas. Um, that you know, he in Texas. I got a friend, Jakaya. She's in Detroit doing her thing. Like we don't talk like that. Right. But when we get together and we see each other, it's like the vibe, the energy never leaves. You understand what I'm saying? Like that vibe and that energy never left. And that for real, to me, that's that's true friendship. And that's the same way I feel with Austin. Um, You know, we we met in high school. You know what I'm saying? I think I was a year above him. And we just you know, we just click like brothers. You know what I'm saying? And um, we don't, like I said, we don't, we don't talk like that as much. But every time we sit here and we speak, it's like the energy never left. It's, it's, it's even higher. And I want to give him this MVP of the week because um, his business, Chef LaFleur, he's literally, a, 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 to me, for me, a top tier chef in Detroit, becoming one. Um, and um, his, his, his business, Chef LaFleur, is literally a catering business that caters to all. You understand what I'm saying? Um, he's been out here just doing the damn thing over the past like uh, year or two, um, really pushing his brand, really getting his brand out there, and really whipping up these goddamn meals. Um, he he's worked in a lot of kitchens, a lot of a lot of excuse me, established kitchens that I might add, um, uh, making some of the most like delectable shit that i have seen on instagram you know like you know how you see food shit on instagram and you like oh man i wish i would have knew some i wish i know somebody who makes some shit like that i know a couple people <laughs> who make shit you know that look good on instagram you know what i'm saying and i can get it you know what i'm saying so having that access is amazing and i think um you know i love people who are authentic and transparent and honest in, in, in their business and their work and he never is is shying away from you know you know showing him showing you the bad and the good you know what I'm saying like he's working he 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 working and then he's working you know what I'm saying and that's what you you have to do as an entrepreneur like it take money to get money you gotta you gotta work and then work right like you once you get off work you're going back to work and that's what it is for him. He's he's getting off work to go back to work. And honestly, it's like he's he his grind is so crazy that he's working so much so he doesn't have to work, you know, for the low key white man. So he can just work for himself. And um, if I get a chance to get to Detroit again, I want to uh, support one of his events. But if you are in the Detroit area, uh, he has some of these pop up shop events. And it's not even like a pop up shop. It's like a pop up food, you know, um shop thing so he has uh he does like sliders and everything um if you need a, a event catered hit up my boy chef Flair in detroit um he he and he travels <laughs> i'm just saying he travels too so if you're in the flint area if you're in the ann arbor area hell if you're in the grand rapids area and you need a great chef some great chefs out here you understand what i'm saying young right and they professional like stop stop sitting here getting on the stereotype that man your generation ain't professional no you just ain't looking in the right places and let me say that the same old heads that sit here and be like oh your generation ain't professional we get it from y'all sorry that i was that too much no that wasn't too much listen i'm just saying right i've known a lot more younger professionals who are a lot more professional than a lot of these old heads i'm just saying i'm just saying but I'm just saying, right? I could be wrong, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying. So if y'all are looking for a dope, professional, young chef who is killing the game right now, um, killing the Detroit scene right now, uh, if you need an event cater, he does weddings, graduations, uh, I'll be hitting him up about mine. Uh, it's so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's so beautiful that I can sit here and just support my my, my people. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, I'm getting a lot of things together. Like, I love the fact that a lot of my friends are business owners. 
Cause then that makes me that makes my anxiety go down a lot. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't I don't I don't tr- I told y'all I got trust issues. I don't trust people that easy, right? So when I see people that I know and that I fuck with have businesses that are legit, perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't trying to ask for no discount, but perfect because now I work I can work with somebody that I can trust and I can see if you on bullshit or not. Period. And then I'll talk about it. But you know. Just don't be on bullshit. But listen, love to my boy uh, Austin Chef Flair. Uh, check him out on his Instagram at Chef Flair. You feel me? It's literally at Chef Flair. You feel me? Flair. Period. Um, our <laughs> biggest loser of the week this week um, goes to Miss Gina Rodriguez. Um, and here's the thing. Let me let me be honest real quick. I did not know why y'all were mad at her at first. For saying the N-word, right? I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know why everybody was looking at uproar for her saying the N-word. Now, that's not because, like, the N-word for me is, is a universal term. Because it's not. Y'all already know how I feel about it. Check some of my episodes, right? But I didn't know why people were so angry at her, right? Because I'm like, damn, she's a minority. You know what I'm saying? She's probably, like, black or something like that. You know, Afro-Latina. Right? Because I feel like everybody is feeling that word. And you know we're going to get into basketball wise about that, you know. I just feel like everybody at this point that is somewhat Hispanic. Uh, most people who are Hispanic are spilling this word Afro-Latina. And I'm like, I need, or Afro-Latino, I need some context behind that, right? Like, people, whoever want to, like, listen, this is a space to learn and grow. I need context. You understand what I'm saying? So, when I hear some shit like that, when I heard that um, the the backstory behind Gina Rodriguez, I was like, oh, I see why everybody's mad at her. Well, Gina, you have to get my biggest loser of the week because, first of all, you said the N-word, right? And, like I said, I wasn't, like, initially upset. Like, I was like, oh, damn, why they attack her? But then I started to do some research. And then I started to understand why people were so mad at you. And then I started to get like, wow, are you really sad that, huh? Mm. Well, if you don't know who Jenny uh, Rodriguez is, she's from one of those shows, uh, uh, Jane the Virgin. Is it Jane the Virgin? Jane the Virgin. She's from Jane the Virgin. Never seen it, um, but I heard it was a, I guess, good show, right? Um, and for for my for the common folk like me, she's she's white Puerto Rican, right? And here's what I mean, okay? Don't don't sit here and try to throw stones at me. Here's what I mean: there are a lot of Uncle Toms out here, right? When I when I mean by white Puerto Rican, there's a lot of Uncle Toms out here, right? And what I mean by that is a lot of black people who denounce their history to be this social complex of, of whitery. You understand what I'm saying? Or caucasity, right? So um, you just denounce all your blackness. I mean, everything from social to historical to cultural. I mean, all of it to be like, uh, what's his name? A Ben Carson. Is, is that his name? Uh, the dude who... Did the Siamese twins? I don't know. Uh, but Trump's black support. Yeah, you can be him, right? So um, when it came to, to Jane the Virgin, Jane uh, Rodriguez, there was a, a video that she did where um, a black queen was talking about, you know, uh, minority women, particularly black women in, in entertainment, you know, not really, uh, particularly in film and television, not really, you know, seeing um great pay and um not receiving the equal pay and when she said black women i think gina said all women and as we know we're not stupid i think people need to stop thinking that we're stupid and when we when we say all when when people say all women or all men what you're really saying and don't don't at me what you're really saying is white right I think all women, I think all women, what we hear as black people is white. So, Gina, you were not here for the black cause, right? It's not the fact that you said the N-word. Well, it probably is. But the, I think it was more so of the fact that, honey, you were never for the black cause. So, because you're not for the black cause, you don't get to say the N-word, 
right? But the N-word has been such a controversial topic um, that I'm going to keep for the after dark because we only have an hour. But what I will say is that our culture, black culture, has made it a lot more comfortable for people to say it. You understand what I'm saying? Now, don't say it in front of me because you will probably get slapped and I'll probably go to jail. Or you will get cussed out and I'll probably go to jail. Just don't say, don't say it and you're not of my skin tone, right, or my racial background. Don't say it, period. I don't care how comfortable Future, 2 Chains, Quavo and them, uh, Gucci Mane, I don't care how comfortable they made it. I don't give a fuck. But don't say it. You're not going to say I don't care how comfortable rappers, singers, I don't care how they've made it, um, particularly black um, entertainers. You're not going to say it. No white-ass 18-year-old skinny boy is going to sit here and say the word nigga in front of Gucci Mane's face. Big facts. But we'll get into a lot of that in the after dark, okay? But Gina, Gina, honey, um, you were already on, like, the black people shit list already. You know what I'm saying? Like, you was already on that shit list, and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know you. That's the, <laughs> that's the problem. And... uh the fact that you apologized and your apology was just so natural when people when people fuck up and and say the n-word and they say it live or in public quote-unquote and um y'all y'all apologies are so just nonchalant because y'all think y'all have a past you don't have a past just because you think that the the word nigga is just a cultural thing no it's a black thing okay and when we took it back we took it back okay you don't want us to be using no slur words that I can't say on the podcast, right? I'm not going to say them, but you don't want us to use those words. So don't, so don't, right? Like Trevor Noah said, say friends, my friends. There you go. Instead of saying niggas, say my friends. Yes. Listen, let's get into the show, man, because y'all are crazy. <laughs> be like, say my friends, say my friends. Listen, Amanda Seals got fucking dragged, right? Now, remember, we talked about this. We talked about this a couple shows ago, about Amanda Seals, didn't get into the Emmy party, um, that uh, what Issa Rae's publicist, you know, uh, didn't let, you know, she has a, Issa Rae's publicist throws an Emmy party every year, Amanda for the second year in a row, <laughs> right? We didn't know this, right? For the second year in a row, did not get in. So, of course, Amanda says this on her podcast, right? She spills her feelings on uh, um, small doses and basically tells them like, yo, you know, this is what happened. And I just felt very just, just, just heard about it, basically. Um, Here's the thing, though, like Twitter dragged her, you know what I'm saying? Because, and, and I love Amanda, right? I love Amanda Seals, but here's the thing where we as people have to find the human and empathy in us, right? And I'm talking to Amanda. Amanda, I think you're the one who always says, like, we have to check ourselves at the door, right? And that even goes for ourselves. And Amanda, you seem like the friend that nobody wants to be around sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you cool, but you're not, like, the bestie. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you cool, but you're not the bestie, and it's and damn near all of us are are like that for some for some groups or somebody. I know when I'm just like the cool friend, and I need to bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm in an environment that I'm not really into, and I'm just there on an invitation, and I'm cool with everybody, I know my place. I know I'm gonna stay there for at least like a good thirty to an hour, and then I'm a bounce the fuck out, right? Or if I don't get into a party, are you not about to see me cause a ruckus? I'm out. I'm going to go somewhere where I'm fucking want it and I'm going to have a good time. And it's probably going to be better than your shit. Period. Right? So I'm not mad that she's mad that she didn't get into the party. I think I'm more like, why did you, you know, do all the extra stuff on your podcast? But I can't be mad at her because she does this. She's been doing this on a podcast for years. So it would be un... It would kind of be un, un unconventional of her not to do this. You know what I'm saying? But 
Uh, you have to think about your work and everything because they're on the fourth season of Insecure. Uh, I believe recording the fourth season of, uh, or, you know, filming the fourth season of Insecure. And, you know, when you had that, you got to kind of like, I get it, right? But I think the whole situation should just stay like low, low key, you know? And like we said, Amanda Hill has a big mouth, right? And, and a big voice, right? I have a big mouth and a big a big voice. A lot of us have big mouths and big voices. So Amanda Seals will get hurt. And that's the thing. She's gotten hurt. That's why Twitter dragged her so fucking hard. And I think for a lot of people in the industry, Amanda Seals is just that cool friend. She's not that bestie with a lot of people. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But you have to know that, right? You have to know, like, you're not besties with everybody in the industry. You're not trying. And, and, and I'm not saying you have to try to be but at the end of the day, you have to know who who's like cooler than the cool friends, right? If you're not if you're not that cool with everybody in the building, or if yo if the publicist of of your coworker, because that's what it is, y'all are coworkers, right? Your coworkers publicist put on a party for her and everybody else, right? If you are not invited, that's on the publicist or the team or Issa Rae. Right, and I believe Issa's so chill because I've been watching Issa for a minute. I believe uh, since our YouTube days, I believe Issa's so chill to the point where listen, she like, yo, you handle what you handle, or y'all handle what y'all handle behind the closed doors. I don't give a fuck about what y'all got going on. I feel like Issa is just like, I don't give a fuck about what y'all got going on. I have a lot going on in the background, and um, yeah, y'all can have that. Like, I feel like that's that. So. I, I don't believe Twitter should have dragged Amanda that crazy, but um, I also believe, like, Amanda needs to understand the power that she's holding and that she continues to elevate. I feel like when you continue to elevate in this game, you have to sit down and understand where your position is, right? Like, you're not on the same level that you were two years ago or a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where you're not. And I'm talking to everybody right now. Like, understand the position of where you are. Like, seriously, you're not the same person that you were a year ago. You're not the same person that it was six months ago. You're not even probably on the same level. So why are you continuously doing the same shit? I'm just saying. Right? So if I knew I didn't get invited to a party for the second year in a row, I'm not going. Don't invite me no more. I'm about to throw my own shit and invite my own people. And it's not even because of you. I'm just sitting here saying, well, fuck it. If I'm not getting invited to shit... Which is which is facts. If I'm not getting invited, I'm about to invite my own people and we're going to have a good time. You feel me? Co-workers need to stay where they are. Our co-workers. Like, y'all can have friends in the office, but if y'all ain't talking outside the office for real, for real, like, if y'all not doing it, like, let it go. Y'all are just co-workers. And I know who is just co-workers, literally, and then who are, like, cool friends. I know I'm the co-worker and the cool friend. I know my place. You feel me? I know where it need to be. I guess Amanda didn't know her. I don't know, man. I don't know. But Twitter, stop dragging people. Y'all crazy as hell. Uh, congratulations to Erica Mena and Safari Samuels, man. Uh, if y'all don't know Erica Mena, you know she's from Love and Hip Hop. Um, she was Bow Wow's ex-girlfriend. Uh, and uh, you don't know who Safari Samuels is. Safari was the ex of uh, Nicki Minaj. And they are now, if you didn't know, they are now a couple, a beautiful couple, absolutely. And um, they are now having a baby. I don't, I think it's a baby girl. Or baby. I don't know. I tried to look at the gender reveal videos, recap or some shit. And I couldn't, I couldn't tell. So I don't know. But uh, shout out to them for having, uh, uh, getting ready to have a healthy baby. Um, they're, they are a really oddly cute couple. They're really odd. Here's the thing, though. I've never heard of a push present. Right, never did like this is the first time I've heard of a push person. Like uh, Erica, Erica Mena uh, 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 gave Safari a fifty thousand dollar necklace, right? As a push present. Now I was like, what the fuck is a push present? And then I had to look it up. So I guess a push present is Loki for the women who you know push out our our big headed ass baby. You know what I'm saying? And um, shout out to all the women out there, especially all my black women. Right. 
who who give birth literally every day, who stay in labor for about six to twenty four hours. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know how long y'all stay in labor for. Some of y'all can do it that quick. Some of y'all have complications. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And speaking of y'all, became an uncle. I became an uncle. I became an uncle, y'all. Shout out! Shout out! Let me let me drop a bomb. For my little my little niece in, 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 in Florida right now, my little Jazzy. Um shout out to my brother and um Chelsea, you know, John and Chelsea, uh shout out to y'all, man. Congratulations on having a healthy baby girl. Um I'm so excited to go see her, man. I'm gonna try to go see her uh either next month or uh, the month after. It's been a hectic, crazy, uh busy schedule. But I'm my uncle, y'all. Uncle Ty's in the building for real. And this is how I knew she was our baby, right? Like, she's a Hicks baby. You understand what I'm saying? We Hicks boys have a certain type of nose. I'll get back to the story in a minute. We, 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 we Hicks boys have a certain type of nose, right? And when I seen her nose, I said, boy, that's, she's a Hicks. She's a Hicks for sure. She got that nose off rip, you know? So I'm just, my heart is just full. Just to, uh, he sent me a picture and I was just so just, uh my baby, you know what I'm saying, but listen, so, I didn't know push presents were a thing, right, so I guess you know it's to push the baby out, so Erica gave, you know, Safari a push present of $50,000, you know, jewelry, right, or the, the check, here's my thing, though, shouldn't we be putting that to the college fund, right, but that's just me, I don't know, 50000 I guess y'all got it, huh? I probably Safari got it. You know what I'm saying? Do y'all do joint accounts when you're not married? Do you join accounts when you're not married? Is that a thing? Like when you're not married, right? Do y'all join accounts? Is that a thing? And then when y'all break up, she's still going to the... I don't know. I don't know. Because $50,000 for a push present for a nigga? Um, I just think just for me personally, I don't want 50,000. I would rather just put you, put that in a college fund for the kid. You know what I'm saying? Cause college is going to get more and more expensive. And then money for reality stars is really much running dry. Like you're going to have to do some, some off the wall shit. Like you, the, the Cardi money, the K Michelle money, the Cardi money, the love and hip hop Atlanta money, like that shit is dried up. You should have came back in like 2012, 2013, 2014 when it was when it was really, really popping back then. You're in 2019 now. Figure some shit out. Right? Figure some 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 different shit out. You know, I'm not and I'm not saying like Erica or Safari's money, you know, can't be made. You know what I'm saying? But um that that I don't think that money's gonna last forever. You know what I'm saying? That reality star money, that Instagram star money. That social media star money. I don't think that shit is gonna last forever. So, you know, I just I I you know, fifty thousand dollars for for a diamond necklace, you know, that's hey. For him, push present. I mean I guess. So I guess he's having the baby, huh? I, I don't know. It's not my problem, not my business, you know. it's just just my opinion. Um this NBA and China beef. So I guess uh the GM from the Houston Rockets said something crazy about China. Um said something wild about China. And um, China's like, um, yo, we not fucking with you or the NBA. And as you know, China is probably leading everything over here in the U.S., like leading everything. We probably owe, we probably owe China more than any other country. You understand what I'm saying? Like we're, we're in debt to China. Like if China wanted to sit here and flip the, flip the uh, lid and press the red button, they could on some real shit. Um, but whatever beef China got with the NBA or the NBA got with the China, it's because of the GM Houston, uh, the GM of the Houston Rockets. And obviously he needs to be fired. Let him go. Uh, you are stopping the real bag. Cause that's where the real money comes from. Like, let's, let's stop. Like, I don't care about American money. It's that Chinese money because we're indebted to the China, to China for like, for billions of dollars. So it's not because, nigga, I'm trying to get over there. You understand what I'm saying? And y'all are fucking up major deals. You understand what I'm saying? So um, who's the, who's the, uh, the ball guy? What's his name? The NBA commissioner? Um, something, I don't I don't remember. He look, he looked like an alien, but he the dopest, one of the dopest commissioners that, I, that I've seen. You know what I'm saying? 
um, so Mr. Commissioner Alien, please um, um, keep your GMs in check. Uh, we don't have time for the bullshit um, because you already know China is probably one of your biggest investors. You feel me? Black culture is big over in China. It's probably the leading culture. We lead the we lead all the damn cultures. You understand what I'm saying? Like everybody want to be black, okay? China is one of those cultures that leading. So don't fuck it up, okay? Don't fuck it up. Y'all need to fire that man for whatever he said. I don't even I don't even want to know what he said, nor do I want to repeat it, okay? But don't sit here and fuck up a good thing. Don't don't sit here and fuck up a good shit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like y'all trying to please the white man. The yellow man got the money though. You feel, you feel me though? Like everybody think the white man got the money. No, nigga. The yellow man has the money. I'm trying to befriend the yellow man. You understand? My Chinese brothers and sisters. You understand what I'm saying? My Asian brother. Like those are the niggas that got the real dough. That's what I'm talking about. Because them, them the niggas that will sit there and break your arm and shoot you in the head and just go about their lives and eat some sushi afterwards. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, American money, like, oh, that's cute. But, like, the yellow niggas got the real money. Why do you think America is such in debt to China? Like, to me, people got to people gotta understand. We can Google shit now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you got to know. I'm not worried about America. America is still low key under Britain. What? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about you. Like y'all still y'all low key at the depths of America's soul. They're low key still mad at Britain. They're low key still like what? America in a sense is still low key entrapped by Britain. There's there's still like what I want to say like parents. Like the UK and Britain is like the parents of America. Like, come on now, why people left left that place because they wanted to come and have a, a new land? Because I don't know what the hell was going over there. Obviously, white people wasn't fucking with the uh, the British royal over there, so they wanted to come over and find a new land. Fourteen ninety two, all that bullshit, right? So to me, I don't give a fuck about America. I want that yellow money, okay? And if and if you continue to sit here, and, and I believe LeBron James even sided with China, like don't sit here and fuck up this bag. Don't sit, don't, don't fuck up the bag. You are fucking up bags right now, major bags. Not only my bag, your bag. And if you fuck up your bag, then you're gonna be pissed. Ain't got shit to do with me because I already got a good relationship with with them. You understand what I'm saying? But listen, all right now, listen, um. Tyler Perry Studios, man. Um, let me just say Tyler Perry is a revolutionary icon. Um, just all around far away mentor for me. And I think he's been that for years. I just never understood it to the depths of now. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, I've always watched Tyler Perry. If you know me for real, I'm a Medea hoarder. Um, I love Medea. Um, uh, Grew up, Medea, grew up with Medea since like the age of like nine, ten. You know what I'm saying? Boot like my family down south had probably all the bootleg copies of Medea. Us, you know, my family up here damn near had the copy. Like my grandma probably has all. Excuse me, y'all has um all the Medea movies from like um from all the plays from family reunion to I can do better all by myself to um was done in the dark uh. What else? Um, to Medea goes to jail. You know, we we had them all. You feel me? And the movies. You feel me? Like I, I was a deep rooted, still to this day, deep rooted Tyler Perry fan. I watched the Haves and the Have Nots with my mama sometimes. I watched the uh, um, House of Pain and you know Meet the Browns. Like I was a real Tyler Perry fan. Now it was now. Of course, I always say nobody's above criticism, and. Um, you know, I always thought, like, why the hell is his camera quality so low? <laughs> I always had no questions, like, why the hell is his camera quality so low? And why some of these people can't act for real? But, you know, some in a sense, like, you're giving, you're helping people. You're, you're helping somebody cross. And uh, he just launched his 300 and, 
80, I don't want to say thousand, I want to say like million, I don't know, but it was a lot of acres, right? And this studio that this one black, like, I don't know if, I don't know for anybody else if that gave you like a lot of inspiration and hope and just power in, in your purpose and in your dream and in your profession or whatever. But watching that, like looking at that studio, I watched that. I watched them unveil that studio all week. You feel what I'm saying? Like once the Hip Hop Awards was happening, I was also literally on YouTube looking up Tyler Perry Studios videos and looking. Look, first of all, this man has his own walk of fame with nothing but black, black people on it. Black stars, actors, performers, TV, TV legends, movie legends. Um, uh, 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 Broadway legends like he named he named sound stages after black legends. Do you hear me? Whoopi Goldberg, Sidney Poitier, um, 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 shit. Uh, one of um, damn, what's her name? Um, fuck the 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 lady that just passed uh last week. He named her star. I can't think of her name right now. Um, name name the um star after no name the actual sound stage. He has nine sound stages named after people. Will Smith got one. I think Sam Jackson got one. Like these are prolific people, and I think Whoopi said something that was amazing. She was like, "We haven't been able to honor the people of the past, past who have made it, who made it a possible for people like her." To be in these positions to see shit like this. You understand what I'm saying? When I think about that, when I see that, and I can say a black man did that, that's what I mean when I sit here and I put out my black men win series. That's what I mean by that shit. Is that we facing so much adversity. Like, Hollywood never fucked with Tyler Perry. And I think I've said this before. Hollywood ain't never fucked with Tyler Perry. Never. Ain't ever, but he's worked with some of Hollywood's elite that are low key getting a bag. And as much, and I've always thought like he's worked with Taraji P. Henson, he's worked with um Nia Long, he's worked with Morris Chestnut, he's worked with some elite black and white actors. You understand what I'm saying? But he's never been in the Hollywood bag because that was never his lane, and that was that has always. And will still always be an inspiration and a like a snap for me every time I feel down because this man did it his way. Fuck everybody else's opinion and said, I'm going to do it my way, how I want to do it. And I'm going to build a whole ass fucking studio on a Confederate ass or what used to be a Confederate ass base. You understand what I'm saying? On is not owned by one Negro. One nigga, and his name is Tyler Perry. I don't give a fuck if you like these people. You understand what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if you like them. I don't give a fuck if you like their movies. It's what they're doing. Like, the inspiration. Like, I look at people now for the business aspect. I look at people now for the entrepreneurship aspect. Like, all I do at work is literally just sit at home and study YouTube. And it's not even just studying YouTube. I watch my favorite podcasts. I listen to my favorite podcasts. I watch my favorite talk shows. I listen to them. You understand what I'm saying? Like studying. I study this man. Right? Just on the simple fact that this man's business is ridiculous. And he's hiring. So if you want to be a part of Tyler Perry Studios, he's hiring. I'm probably about to put an application in too. This is what I'm saying. It's a lot of black entrepreneurs out here that are doing the blueprint that he has set. A lot of people are mimicking. And what y'all would not do is not sit here and get this man credit. <laughs> for real, for real, this man built a whole fucking studios in Atlanta. A whole one. So where you can sit here and possibly, you don't have to sit here and go to Paramount. You don't have to sit here and go to um, uh, uh, WB Studio. You don't have to sit there and go to Warner Brothers. You ain't got to sit. You can go straight to Tyler Perry Studios and be like, yo, I got this down here. I want to I want to get this show off the jump or I want to get this, you know, talk show or podcast off the jump. Right down there. I just think that's amazing. Um, I just think it's continuously um, 
I think it continuously breaks barriers in our in our in our black in our black community for for real for real. For real. And I love it and, it, and it it just warms my heart to see it. You know what I'm saying? Especially when I see a, a great black man doing it. And I remember so many people called him. Like, Tyler Perry to me is like, like, I, I want him to be my mentor in the future. Like, I want to meet that man. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, I can, I've seen myself so much in that man. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm Tyler Perry. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, I'm sensitive, I'm emotional, but don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm building something here. And it's not going to be what you want it to be. It's going to be how I want it to be. And yeah, that's fine. You can tell me no, 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 no. And no, 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 no. But my nose, those nose continue to feel my fire. And you know how many nose he got? He got so many nose in a fucking studio. I'm just saying, if you're still sitting on your ass... I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um the BET Hip Hop Awards listen was <laughs> crazy as hell. Um but I loved it actually. Um to me it was better than the actual BET Awards. Uh no for real. To me it was. Um some of the performances made Stallion the Baby. Um Rick Ross, Rick Ross was up in there. That bit he killed that shit. Shout out to the uh, uh Rose killed that motherfucker. Um, shout out to Lil Duval being a host. That nigga was riding on the back of a handicapped woman scooter, and she was hype as hell. Shout out to uh, Pretty V for killing that shit. Shout out to Florida. He brought all of Florida up on stage. Shout out to shout out to both. Ah, God damn it, my niggas down there, dog. Brought all them niggas. <laughs> Do the hot boy run on the city girl gonna do the hot boy run on the city girl gonna do the hot boy run on the city boy gonna do the hot boy run on the city boy with a city boy with it. Okay, nigga, turn up. Like the BT Hip Hop Awards was a lot, a lot better than a lot of years. You feel me? And um, I think uh, the baby took on some awards. Uh, Made the stallion took on some awards. Um, who else? Chance the rapper performed. I believe Rhapsody performed. Um, it was it was a dope show, man. It was a dope show. Uh, what I have to say though, right? I don't know if this is just a thing of hip hop culture, but some of you black women have to I, listen. I don't know if you have friends, right? Black women or black men, right? But but particularly my black woman, I want to talk to you. I don't know if your friends tell you what you're wearing is whack, and you just get mad at them. Here's the thing. I don't like to tell people, I don't like to tell people the truth because people can't handle it. And what I mean by that, like, if people send me, they send me their music or send me anything they want my opinion on, you have, like, I tell people to listen to the podcast because I'm like, I'm brutally honest, bro. Right? You know, sorry, not sorry. I just want to see the best come out of you. You feel me? And sometimes you got to get that brutal honesty, and some people just cannot handle that shit. Like it's so weird because I remember when I was when I was little, brutal brutal honesty came my way so much time. Like you get called ugly, you know what I'm saying? Like you get, and it wasn't even honest for real, but it was like you felt like it was. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas would be like, "You an African brutal scratch?" Like, listen, I got hit with a lot of shit back then. So for me, when I give my honesty, and it's not and it's not disrespect. It's really just coming from a place of, like, I want to see you win, but this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can't handle that. You know, people really can't handle that type of, you know, pressure and come like camaraderie. Like, people just be getting upset and in their feelings. And I'm like, ooh. You know, and that's why I don't be wanting to tell people, like, my opinions, on their stuff because you have to understand you don't want to keep putting out bad shit and nobody fucking with you, you know. And then you wonder like, why well, people not fucking with me? Well, it's because you keep putting out bad shit or you're doing bad shit, you know. So that's why I don't give my opinions on a lot of shit. Or when people tell me to give me, mm, it's gonna hurt your feelings. I, and and for most people, when they when they come to me and say shit, I can get a a good vibe on how you would take it. Um, and for most people, they can't take it well right um i see the facial expressions you know you see them get down real quick and sometimes you have to hit them with it you know um it's all about how you take it because i you can think that your shit is good 
right? And trust me, I've got, I, I love constructive criticism. I love it. I love when I get it. I love when I get it. I love when people sit here and give me constructive criticism because that makes me better. That means you're watching me, and that means you are literally, you want me to succeed. You feel me? Now, like I tell you, I don't get, I don't receive constructive criticism from people that's not sitting here at least trying. Like, if you sitting here giving me constructive criticism and you still doing the same shit that you was doing from a year ago, bye. Period. Right? So, you know, you just got to know who to accept your criticism from. And even if it's from your friends, sometimes your friends don't need to give it to you either. Because they still sitting on their... Okay, I'm going to just leave that alone. But yeah, the BT Hip Hop Awards, man, they were dope. They were dope. Uh, let's get into um, this colorism thing, man, with basketball-wise. I know we're going to go over a little hour, but that's okay. Listen, this colorism thing with... Uh, this colorism issue or topic has been a thing that, uh, just like racism, has been a topic of conversation for a long time. However, it's it, it sparked a, a, a bigger conversation because of the basketball-wise um, their last episode and then their reunion episodes. Um, so I guess if you don't know basketball wise, if you don't watch it, I watch it. Um, I actually love, I actually like this season. Um, but I'm going to be mad that Tammy's leaving. Auntie Tammy's leaving for basketball. I was kind of sick, but, um, they had this new character. <laughs> that's how I look at them. They had this new character called OG on the show with, um, and she is from, uh, she's from, uh, she's African descent. She used to play football. And uh, she's beautiful. Well, she's okay, right? Like she's okay and to me. Like she, she I would have did, right? But I feel like she's attractive to um, other people. I think she's attractive in in different ways, right? I think her body is attractive. Her face is a little hard for me, right? Just a little bit, like for real. I know I'm an ugly nigga. You know my face is probably a little, just a little bit too rough for a little motherfucker. So it, it, it is what it is, but. When we have the situation of coloring, right? She said that people were Evelyn called her ugly because she was black, and I said, "Oh shit, here we go!" And as soon as that, as soon as I said that, and she said that, the whole social media took off and just started sitting here trying to condemn Evelyn. So Evelyn went on Hollywood Unlocked, uh, Jason Lee's podcast. Uh, how they want to lock that sensor and talked about it. You know what I'm saying? It really was just like, it wasn't like that. Like, and I think Jason was saying the same thing. Like somebody can be ugly without you sitting here saying it's because of their skin color. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, I think that's valid too, because for me, I don't discriminate when it comes to my women, right? I particularly love black women. I'm going to marry one, but when it comes to just like dating, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't particularly care. So, if I see you that you're cute or ugly, it, it don't matter to me what race you are. If you hard in the face, you're just hard in the face, right? You're just ugly. If you're fine, you're fine. If you're in the middle, you're in the middle. And I think that's what Evelyn was just saying. So, this whole colorism debate and, and uh, started to spew really for real in directions that I just didn't feel were right in the sense for basketball wives, you know, for them to reference that, right? You know, I think OG was probably playing the field a little bit. And and what we have to understand is basketball wives and all of that shit is for entertainment. Why I say characters is because these are characters. You know what I'm saying? Evelyn even said, I do a lot of shit on there for the entertainment purposes. It's for the bag, right? Like when I when you meet me in person, I'm a sweet, humble individual until you cross me, right? But most of the shit I do is for entertainment. And that's what it is. So I'm not saying that a lot in in, in some cases people get called ugly because of their race. No, that happens. But I'm saying in that situation, I don't think, I don't believe (laughs) that Evelyn nor Jason was calling her ugly because of her race. You know what I'm saying? It was because she just had a hard face. Like, that's just, that's just it. Like, her body's stacked. She just got a hard face. Like, she's not attractive in the face to me either. But her husband like it, so if he like it, I love it. That's that's just what it is. Right? And then, so Jason went on this, 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 uh, she, they, he went to WWGCI in Chicago and started talking about it with Kendra G, who's uh, one of the radio people over there. And for a whole hour, they talked about this topic. And I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all talked about this topic for a whole hour? Like, Jason was there promoting, you know, 
probably want to lock those censor because you know they're on iHeart and Kendra G and uh, all of them over at WGCI. They 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 are iHeart, so they like you know extended family. Just you know trying to. And I was just like, Kendra G to me was just coming at Jason real attackish. You know what I'm saying? And of course, Kendra G is HBCU down. She's for the black woman. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's beautiful. That's great. But you can't tell me, Kendra G, that you done not you haven't said that there's a nigga that's not that's that's ugly because you know what I'm saying he's black, right? Because to me, that's all you're saying. You, you literally sitting here saying, oh, you you can be. Um, cute and black, right? And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But you can be ugly and black too. And I think in some in some cases, a lot of men in your in your world has probably said to you, "You're not attractive," and it's not because of your fucking skin color. Like, stop trying to make everything about something that is not. You have to understand that that shit is for the world of entertainment, and that's what it is. Leave it there. I feel like Kendra G was just attacking Jason for no fucking reason. He said his opinion. You said yours. Why are you attacking? Okay, let's come into a commonality. You don't like that. I do. Like, let like help me understand, but don't sit here and disrespect. That's the thing. And you were attacking and disrespecting, and it's just like y'all spent the whole hour. I like I cut it. <laughs> I cut the interview after like thirty minutes of them going at each other about this. Which colorism is a big debate, but because of the basketball wives' uh, insertiveness, right? Like, it didn't make no sense. So I was just like, yeah, just leave that alone. Um, let's talk about Rikers, man. I just want to give a shout out to my my guy, Flow Like It Is. Um, he was on the Grapevine TV a couple a couple uh couple months ago, and uh, we followed each other over um, over Instagram, and. Uh, I just wanted to give him a congratulations and the whole team that he's been working with uh, to get this um, Rikers, to get Rikers Island really just destroyed, period. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, rebuilt into something that's that's better for people because, as we know, Rikers Island um, has a, a long detrimental history uh, of just destroying people and 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 I know that sounds very harsh but I think I think that needs to be said because I I don't even know the full extent of Rikers Island and Rikers all that like that name always put fear in my heart like I'm like damn because they always I always watch movies like mob movies and shit so like Rikers Island was big like it was big like niggas was in that bitch you know just in the movie you feel me so I'm just like if that's in the movies I can only imagine was in reality because to me Movies are just an extension of somebody's reality. You know what I'm saying? Something is just... All this entertainment is just an extension of somebody's reality. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at that, when I looked at movies talking about mobs and, you know, Rikers Island and shit like that, like, Rikers was always one of those places like, yikes, I never want to go there, you know? And just hearing people talk about it, you know, it, it wasn't that... It wasn't that deal. And uh, I believe... Uh, Khalif Browder was in Rikers, and we seen I seen his documentary, and that and I think that shit put the fear of God in me. I was like, nah, bro. So um, shout out to the legislation who passed this bill to literally destroy um, and rebuild Rikers into uh, four detention centers that uh, will be, I think, better. Maybe um, I would like to get floors as it is on uh, on the pod to see um, just to see where um, where everything is with that. And to get more information about that. But I just wanted to shout that out. And um, let that be heard and let that be known. Um, shout out to Cash Doll, man. Before we get out of here for the day. Shout out to Cash Doll, bruh. Her new album Stacked is out right now. Um, and let me say, that bitch is stacked. 17 songs. Um, I've been a Cash Doll fan for a minute. Uh, Cash Doll been out since, like, what, twenty. 14, 15, something like that. Like if you in Detroit, you 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 uh you know Cash Doll, whether you like her or not. Um and she's been out here doing her thing, you know what I'm saying? And um when she was in her deal with a local label or whoever, um she couldn't put out music and literally uh I remember her for everybody coming out. I, and I thought for everybody came out in twenty sixteen. 
that bitch came out in 2017. And I didn't even know that shit. I'm like, damn. Right? Like, she been putting out hits for a minute, but I thought for everybody came out in 2016. That shit crazy, because I remember when for everybody actually came out, and it was literally on Apple. Right? And then I think the next day or the day after, they took it down, and then it was on YouTube. So, she literally got the bag, right? If you know anything about Cash Doll's story, she was in a uh, record record deal that she did not want to be a part of. Really, really, she just signed in that shit. She talked about it in her album. You feel me? She signed with somebody that did not have her best interest at heart, basically. And every time she tried to put out some music, they just didn't, they, they, they were just spiting her ass. And um, to see everything transpire from that point to now, uh, just a proud Detroiter just saying, like, shout out to you, um, Queen. Keep doing your thing. Um, yeah, this album is stacked on some real shit. Like, she, she got some, she got some, she got some heavy hitters on here. She got Trey, she got Lil Wayne, she got Summer Walker, she got Tiana Taylor, she got, um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, it was another person. Um, can't think of them right now, but some of my favorite songs on the album, uh, So Amazing, uh, Kitten with Lil Wayne, um, On Sight, uh, Let's see. Uh, excuses. And then Costa Rota. Costa Rota. She went in on that bitch. I was like, oh, you got a what? That, oh, 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 okay. I had to sit back and was like, well, all right. Cash now. She, she, she got it like that. You, when you look at Cash, you, you can tell her. You, you, could, you can tell she got it like that. So shout out to Cash down on her album. If you ain't get it, um, if you have, haven't gotten it, go get it right now. It's on all platforms. Uh, listen, y'all, we're about to get out of here. Um, it's been amazing, uh, kicking it with y'all today. Um, I missed y'all for real. I can't wait to really, really, really get back into everything. Cause I'm like in, in my mind, I'm still on break. So just give me a minute. You know what I'm saying? Give me like a day and I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Listen, make sure that y'all are following us on all platforms. You feel me? Uh, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, tune in radio, uh, Stitcher radio, uh, Castbox, Overcast, you can listen to me on my website at www.tyronshicks.com. Uh, we have a new black man win up, one of my personal friends, uh, Grand Rapids mentor, um, community advocate, my guy, Cordell Zachary, is our new black man win. So go check that out right now. That's on my website as well. You can go to the Devontae's World tab. And make sure that you are checking us out every Tuesday at 9 p.m. on Oso Radio. You know what I'm saying? Every week, man. All right. So listen, y'all have a great week. Y'all make sure y'all stay grinding. Don't let the grind stop you. You feel me? Keep grinding. Keep pushing. You feel me? And uh, I will see y'all on Thursday. Well, also radio people, I'll see y'all next week. But uh, yeah, I'll see y'all on Thursday. Love, peace, and hair grease.